You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. In a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst, for Panthers news and opinions, only one podcast roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers Podcast. The buzzing will go away in just a minute. Okay. All right, so this is the C3 Panthers podcast. It is the post-game show brought to you by CarolinaCatChronicles.com. We're here after this drudging that we've taken. We made uh, CK sit in the back for the ride home uh, from this game. Guys, it was the Panthers did not score a single touchdown, and um, and the Atlanta Falcons looked like a playoff-bound team. Guys, what, uh, Cody, you, I think have said, nail in the coffin, nail in the coffin. Is this the final nail in the coffin for Ron Rivera today? I kind of think it has to be, man. Uh, you lose at home to a 2-7 and seven Atlanta Falcons. Everybody was talking about Dan Quinn's job is probably on the line. Um, this was not a good football team. They turned it on against the Saints, and then they embarrassed us at home. And um, it's... I mean, it's hard for me to not come off as redundant, man. This is not, uh, this is, I don't even know what to say at this point because our players aren't playing well, but what I've said remains true. Um, Ron Rivera and this coaching staff are played out. Um, uh, Rich Kingston, shout out to Rich Kingston, he messaged me on Twitter and said, uh, bring up for me that anytime. A coach has a few games to play against Ron Rivera. They're always able to figure him out. Always. They're never not able to do it. Um, it it's unacceptable. Apparently, uh, Ron Rivera never even thought about putting Will Greer in the football game after four interceptions. Um, but we're playing Wes Horton over Brian Burns on the edge. Um, it was as embarrassing of a performance as the Panthers have had this season, and that is in spite of the San Francisco game. CK said before the game that if Brian Burns didn't play 50% of the snaps or more because of uh, the cast not beat. having a cast, that you would call for Ron Rivera to be uh, in trouble here. Um, where did you see CK from this team? Uh, yeah, I think the the people at home saw a, lot, a little more than we did because uh, – to be honest, that was a uh, brutal outing, and, and about halfway through the third quarter, we uh, 
checked out, and we were just making jokes at that point about what this team was doing. Um, you know, we were cracking jokes that as many people that were leaving the stadium, there were just as many Panthers just walking back to the locker room because they also gave up too. Um, and it's hard not to look at this as a disheartening and almost like a, hey, let's go ahead and just uh, throw in the towel for the day, I mean, for the season. It, it's not a fun discussion to have, but at this point in time, do you want to be a 9-7 and seven team that doesn't make the playoffs, or do you want to have a better opportunity to get a, a, a player that actually might have an impact on our team next year with a new staff, with hopefully Cam Newton back? That's the... The, the attitude you have after watching a game like that. It was such a drudging, guys. The defense didn't look good. It wasn't just that we didn't have a Cam Newton. Kyle Allen looked terrible. Um, what, four interceptions on the day? Yeah, four interceptions. Um, another end zone interception, another interception thrown uh, right to a defensive lineman. He continues to show no pocket awareness. Um, there was one play in which Vic Beasley... Listen, I'm a Clemson fan. Vic Beasley went to Clemson. All Vic Beasley has is a speed rush, okay? So Beasley beats Taylor Moten around the edge, and Kyle Allen literally backs up into the sack. I mean, we're talking about... Uh, I mean, we've talked about pocket awareness for a long time for Kyle Allen now. And, you know, it, it's not shitting on the football team, when we're saying that Kyle Allen is not a starting level quarterback to take the Panthers to the next level. Even in his good performances, there was a lot of stuff to be concerned about that, or to be concerned about. And voicing that criticism, it's not not being a Panther fan. It's just being obvious about what we have at quarterback. Kyle Allen was terrible in preseason. So was Will Greer. But you're going to tell me that at a certain point, in the ball game, you don't at least think about trying your third round draft pick quarterback. I, I don't understand the thought process that goes through Ron Rivera's head. Yeah, I mean, uh, one that's a beaten process is that in that game, it looked like they were trying to play to win, even though they were down 27 points. Like at this point, you had Christian McCaffrey still out there for a lot of the time. You're not seeing what you have with Will Greer. And I don't think we're learning much about this team um, other than that it really looks like Ron Rivera probably will not be there after this year. God bless him if he makes it through this. But the team looks so broken at this point on all aspects. If you take away Christian McCaffrey, can you name one good thing from today? DJ Moore had another um, uh, 100-plus yard performance. Um... I don't know. It's hard to pinpoint a lot of good in this football game. We're getting a bad feedback. All right, let's see if this helps. Hopefully that helps the bad feedback. I got it. Okay. So, um, all right, we're going to, let's see, Ron Rivera seat is getting hotter and hotter and hotter. Um, the defense, what about Dante Jackson today? Just looked awful. I mean, I said it last week. I mean, during the podcast, I said Dante Jackson is a liability. Um, and I said it before the game started. Dante has been beat multiple times by Calvin Ridley already. And that's only in his rookie year. Um, so, I mean, this is not a situation where uh, Dante looks good because he does highlight plays that last for a little while. But they don't last long enough to where you win the game because of him. Um, if anything, today... 
we saw what reality was with our secondary. Bradbury had a rough game, but it was his game back from an injury. But Dante Jackson had a bad game, uh, and it's it's there is no excuse made at that point in time. It's not a coaching thing at that point. I think it in that position, Dante made too aggressive of moves. He was not following the receivers well, uh, and uh, he did not have an eye for the ball at, at all. So. Um, Liability, in my opinion, he's got to get better, and uh, I just I don't know where that line is and, and when when that's gonna when he turns that corner because next year's a little too late. All right, you're listening to the C3 Panthers post game show. We're live Tuesday night, 9 p.m. on YouTube, syndicated on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Go ahead and subscribe to the post game show, and don't forget we're gonna feature your calls right now. Cat calls line is numbers two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. Call in for uh, Tuesday's show as well. Let's go ahead and see what they got, Cody. This is you, baby. Another fucking catch! This is who you want, Pepper! This is who you want, Carolina! You want this? I'm disgusted! This is bullshit! And this is who you guys want! This is a fan! Huh? This is who you guys want! Oh, man. There's eight minutes and 57 seconds left in the second quarter, and for some reason I feel in my gut that we're going to see Will Greer play. Oh, oh I got him wrong. Well, your gut is wrong. Let's, uh, uh, let, let's, one, thank you for the calls. Two, if you're in the chat and you don't hear the voice, uh, the voicemail, let us know. Um, and number three, yeah. So his gut feeling was very wrong, and G Baby is uh, pretty upset, and I think rightfully so. I saw David Tepper before the game. I got a picture with him. Oh, really? Yeah. As CK pointed him out, we're walking past him. He's in a toboggan and gloves, wrapped up like a little old lady. And uh, CK says, "There's Tepper. There's man. There's man." I went back. And said, Mr. Tepper, come on, let me get a picture with you. And I did, and I missed an opportunity. Hashtag uh, missed opportunity. You sat down with it, and you said, let's have a meeting about what's going to happen, and then David Tepper didn't listen. No, I, I should have been like, hey, yo, keep Cam. You got to make sure you keep Cam, don't you know? Um, all right. Uh, no Will Greer, up, though. Tony Dunn. No Will Greer there. I think we're on the one that is 22 seconds, Cody. Uh, one more down. Oh, man. There's... Oh, yeah, because there are two. It's Joey Esquivel, and I have to ask you guys a question. What the fuck is this? <laughs> like, how are we playing this bad? It's not like the Falcons or the 49ers, is it? Like, I, I missed the memo on that. It's just, like, really annoying. Do I go to the next one? Yeah, let's keep going. What's up, C3 fam? Chef Jeff here. Uh, first off, let me apologize for being the uh, retard call of the week last week. I uh, got a little high and uh, misheard Darren Gant on WFNZ and then totally mis, uh, miscomprehended a, uh, an article uh, from CBS Sports last week with my call about, can't even think about another shoulder surgery. Thank God that's not the case. Um, but I still do think that he he is probably the one that doesn't want to play here anymore. Um, I know he's hurt or whatever, but uh, he's not on the sidelines. And uh, to me, that's a you know 
that's kind of a big thing. I mean, I know before when, you know, when his foot was really hurt, you know, I didn't have a big deal with it, you know, but now that, you know, he, he can get out and walk around on it, and I just, I don't know. But anyway, it's the end of the first half of this shit show, and uh, Kyle Allen's being Kyle Allen, um, turning over at the worst possible times, um, in scoring position. You cannot give the ball to the other team. I mean, we... <laughs> We we should be up right now, honestly. Um, but uh, you know, I'm ready to see Will Greer. So I guess I'll be talking to you guys after the game, and uh, hope you guys had a good time. Keep down it. All right. Uh, so <laughs> so let me tell you this: is that so the caller brings up and Chef Jeff, thanks for the support, and we're okay. We forgive you. Everybody's gotten a little well. What you said and <laughs> so. I want to go to something, though. When we're talking about Kyle Allen, he's yeah. got four interceptions today. Yeah. We know we have seen these certain limitations. They continue to manifest, whether it's CK, who has been saying for weeks that a lot of the, some of these sacks are on Kyle Allen because he's not climbing the pocket. Again, you supported him today in talking about some of those things, right? Yeah. Uh, what we've also continued to say is that he doesn't have the arm yeah. talent necessary at times to be to take advantage of things. We've seen his long balls fall short. They can't really That's he's not pushing <laughs> he's not pushing it down the field. And this is what my wife, you know, we had the mustache. Tony had the mustache mm-hmm. for a while, right? And this is what really sealed the deal. I shaved it off on Tuesday before the podcast. On Monday night, my wife who has been somewhat supportive in the process, she said I think we've seen what it can be. Like referring to the mustache, this is what it can be, yeah. and I and I think we it's, have seen it's as what good as Kyle it Allen can be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Here's, like this is the top of it, yeah. and this is really what it is. Here's the issue you have too: if you have a non-mobile quarterback, typically they have really good arm. Uh, like the accuracy is on point, they can get the ball downfield uh, pretty effectively. A lot of times, the knock on at you know athletic quarterbacks that escape the pocket are that they don't have the accuracy mid to long range. Well, Kyle Allen has none of those. Like Can't he's able to get the ball occasionally when there's a wide open receiver, and you might see a an elite level throw from time to time. But unfortunately, he does not have the ability to push the ball down the field. And we have yet to see him hit a receiver in stride who's passing by a defender. And it's happened plenty of times where there's been somebody open and had to come back to the ball. And then you see, and we talked about it uh, at the game, is a lot of those sacks are not on the offensive line. Yes, there are some bad play. But it, it comes down to them not moving up in the pocket. You've got to make your offensive tackles' lives easier by, by allowing them to create the pocket. The pocket doesn't exist if you step out of the pocket every time there's an opportunity. And, and, and to add on top of that, I would add that what's most detrimental to Kyle Allen's game, even in spite of those things... He does not read the field well. He doesn't. He's there, a one look quarterback. Yeah, he doesn't I mean, look past his first read. He's you pushing the ball to DJ Moore. Every time he does hit a receiver, they're wide open without anyone near him. I mean, uh, the, the interception at the end, he literally threw the same ball into the same coverage. 
Well, think about the interception to begin <clears throat> yeah. in the end zone. I don't know if that that was the second one. That was the second because one. the first one was the kind of fluke one. And that's the other thing is Kyle Allen had done some dumb shit. He got a flag for intentional, uh, grounding. intentional grounding. Yeah, he threw this whatever up. He's getting sacked. He you saw him in the last game doing the same thing. I think it was yeah in Green Bay. So you have that part of it, but then you also saw today that. His uh, like the interception, the second interception. There was another read, but he was going to that one, and it was it. There was another one where it was over. Um, they threw it over Greg Olson, and he was going to two receivers, but he couldn't see that his second or third read, who was closer, was actually more open because he was only looking at DJ Moore. And don't you think DJ Moore's success indicates that a little bit? Yeah. Is that they're not spreading the ball out. And it's not like Greg Olson is playing any worse or better, right? Um, yeah. So what did he say? What tense is he say? Uh, no, he said that when you get some wireless microphones or a password. Who can around. he not hear? Uh, we is might, it? we might just. I mean, some of the headsets I have just aren't, uh, uh, aren't, aren't great uh, on the microphone portion. Yeah, but, uh, and we had to download new drivers for. Yeah, all of literally this. at the last minute. Yeah, okay, my computer. It's, it's a did, total disaster. It's it, like a Ron Rivera coaching job. Yeah, mm-hmm. my, yeah, my computer didn't want to tackle. Just like uh, our players Again, don't like, tackle. I need to put this Ron as Rivera. far out as here as possible. All right. Um, hey, before we move on, guys, if you're interested in going to one of these Panthers games like CK and I are going to do two more times, or maybe you want to go check out the Charlotte Hornets or the Carolina Hurricanes, the way to get your tickets is to download the Vivid Seats app. Vivid Seats is a trusted site where you can get tickets you want for a price you like. Go check out the Vivid Seats app where you can be involved in the Vivid Seats Rewards Loyalty Program. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee from the biggest concerts and, and games to the hottest theater shows. Maybe you want to check out that Billy Joel in Bank of America. Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and join the Vivid Seats Reward Loyalty Program today. Hey, and when it's time to buy, be sure to use the promo code OVERTIME. That's the promo code OVERTIME at checkout to receive Vivid Seats app, promo code OVERTIME, the tickets you want for a price you like. All right, let's go to the next call. Yep. One thirty-two, I think. What's up, C3? <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to enjoy getting our ass kicked. This is G, baby. It's halftime, three. First half, intercepts. Two of them in the red zone. Damn, I don't think Cam Newton's ever done that. It's just funny... Listen to the fucking motherfuckers announcing this game. They have yet... They, they're still shitting on Cam Newton. And this boy's throwing three fucking first-half interceptions. This season is done. I love you. Just like I've been saying for the past three fucking weeks, our season is done. We're done. We are done. We need a tank, and we need to get a top ten fucking draft pick in each round. Because we're done. Look at what this shit looks like without Cam Newton, bro. This shit is hilarious. Look at what our fucking season looks like without Cam Newton. This is not even Cam's worst season was this bad. Not even his worst season. 
<laughs> oh, you got to get a lot more calls from me. It's high time, baby. I'm rolling the fuck <laughs> up on these motherfuckers out here in Utah. Stun on Cam, these hoes. Whoa, Cam. Cam, come back. <laughs> man said Cam. Yo, this is DJ and Raleigh. Yo, we are getting blown out by a 2-17. and 17. Yep. Let's be fair, they did just beat the Saints. Put that in perspective. This is embarrassing. I am embarrassed to be a Panther fan right now. Mm. I, I want all the people who said Cal was the future. Yeah, to stand. Cal's the hot hand. Oh, we can go on without Cam. I want all. I, I, where where are they right now? They're missing, bro. You know, it's, it's funny. Like Kyle is actually playing like a backup quarterback. Who would have thought? Oh, but he's oh wait, that's what he is. He actually doesn't. Like this is no. ridiculous. I'm with Cody. Clean house this entire offseason. I don't want to wait till the offseason. Coach North Turner, Air Washington. Clean house. All of them got to go. This is ridiculous. We should not be getting blown out by a 2-7 and seven Falcons team. This is absolutely ridiculous. I, I just... I, I like the dramatic pauses in this one. Yeah. I love the podcast, but this this is ridiculous. You want to respond? Uh, yeah. Um, let's just say this is that, well. One, I, I do think is that yeah, it, we got blown out by a one in seventeen. We did get blown out. It wasn't like we just got beat. We got beat to a pulp. Um, it's hard to win when you have a quarterback throws four picks, right? In any environment, and we don't get any either. Yeah, and you're gonna have to be loud just because it's we're all pumping through this mic. Okay, just heads up. And then, <laughs> Uh, the the other thing though is the last point I want to make to the call is I don't never thought that the Falcons were that bad, and I never thought we were that good. You know what I'm saying? So like, is yeah. that yes? They are one and seven, and we are what we were four and five before this game. Is that correct? Now uh, we're, no, we were five and four. Now five we're five. Now we're five hundred. Yeah. Now yeah. we're five and five. So I think that our records. We're probably less than a five and five team, and they're more than a, a two and three seven and seven team now. Three, yeah, they're three and seventeen now, or three and seven now. Three, yeah. three and seven. All right, but yeah, here and the other thing is this: is that I think the guy beside us in the stands was saying, there's an older gentleman there, and he was saying that uh, Matt Ryan is seven and one uh, in Bank of America. They said today, today was his eighth game against Carolina where he's thrown for more than 300 yards. He's a Carolina killer, man. I hate that dude, man. I hate that dude. All right, let's keep going. Yo, this is DJ and Raleigh. Yo, we are getting blown out. Yeah, I heard this one. This is uh, C Towns from Austin, Texas. How you guys doing? How you guys doing? Well, um, I just hope that today we can all agree this had nothing 
absolutely nothing to do with Cam Newton. So uh, I hope no one tries to bring him into the mix on this. <clears throat> and uh, clearly there was some coaching that uh, that greatly affected this game. Um, Keep pounding. Well, guys, we just missed some opportunities. Wow, we just missed opportunities, missed opportunities, missed opportunities, missed opportunities. What's up, Josh? Guys, it's time. It's time to just fire Ron. Fire him mid-season. Not even mid-season. We're past that point. Fire this man. Fire this man. And to all you clowns out there talking about Kyle Allen's the future, this man threw three picks in the first half. He's an embarrassment and an absolute embarrassment. This team right now is an absolute embarrassment. It's time for Ron to go. It's time for Kyle to go. It's time for Eric Washington to go. It's time for North Turner to go. You, you're crazy if you're going to try to argue the point that this isn't on coaching. You're crazy if you're going to try to argue the point that Kepper ain't going to clean house. And you know what? I think Kyle Allen made a hell of a, a hell of a case. Cam Newton getting to play one more year because we ain't going to have no draft pick high enough to get no great quarterback who can just come out and play day one. We'll forget that. A lot of these guys need a year or two development. Um, we don't have that. It, 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 I don't even have words for how fucking terrible this is. Except for it's fucking terrible. It's fucking terrible. We got one one offensive player. His name is Christian McCaffrey, and that's it. Everybody else, they don't know what they're doing. They're out there just, you know, trotting out the old dog and pony show. This is terrible. It's absolutely terrible. T-R-B-L. Terrible. Terrible, terrible. 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 Right. He sounds like he's from the South. I mean, hey, at least we can stop the run this week. Oh, but we're giving up all kinds of yards through the air. Wonderful. <laughs> That's wonderful. We're going to shit our pants. That's what Kyle Allen did today. Shit his pants. You can argue all you want. No, no, no. He shit his pants. The man took a big, big steamy number two right in his trousers. And I know Brother Herbert has already called in and agrees with me or is about to call in and agrees with me. Dude, if Brandon Herbert is But you know what? As bad as things are, at least Tony shaved that awful mustache. <laughs> Josh from Matt, signing out. Keep pounding. So oh, it's gonna be a hell of a hangover tomorrow, but uh, I guess we're uh, we're on to next week. Who the hell do we play next week? Uh, oh, we played the Saints next yeah, week. That, that ought to be lovely. <laughs> that ought to be lovely. See you guys. Let's just see if it's uh, Brandon Herbert after this call. Yo, what's going on? Oh, it's not, it's Almost. Not, All right, so I, I do want to just say this, is that for the last nine years, we have defended Cam Newton at every turn against every ridiculous argument. I have made every possible argument that is possible <laughs> to support Cam Newton, and there is still the contingent of people who refuse to acknowledge the data. And then one jackass comes along in one day and chose us completely. I was right. Kyle Allen did that. <laughs> one single person made the unrefutable argument to all the people, but they will continue to close their eyes, Cody. They and also, what does it show eyes. you about how 
one, people in the media, and two, a large contingent of our fan base. It shows you how they feel about Cam Newton mm-hmm. and who they think he is and what kind of quarterback they think he is. And this isn't very politically correct, but they're all retarded, dude. <laughs> Cam Newton, his ball placement when he's healthy, his ability to extend the pocket, his ability to read the defense, his ability to keep the chains moving, to do everything that you require of a quarterback, we have taken for granted for such a long time. That's and the thing. We've been pampered and spoiled. and pa- Cam Newton pampers and spoils everybody. He pampered and spoiled Ron Rivera. You know who's the biggest Ron, uh, Cam Newton fan? Ron Rivera. Because when he don't got Cam Newton, he's not going to be the Carolina Panthers coach. We know that going forward. The other thing is this. It's kind of like when those Packers guys came onto our show and were whining and crying about not getting calls and this and that. And uh, they were talking to me about Cam Newton, and they were, oh, well, I expect my quarterbacks to not just be good, but to be perfect. And I just was like, y'all pampered little bitches. Yeah. Pampered. And we've been pampered, and you want to go, i tell you this, is I've been in the land of no Cam. I've been in the land of no quarterback. I thought I left that place behind. And today, I called a special Uber ride, and I asked Cam to come pick me up and get me the hell out of this lands with no quarterback place. Uh, we're on 108 now. All right. <laughs> Yo, what's going on, C3? This is Theo from Asheville. Um, guys are doing great work, man, but the Panthers are not, sadly. <laughs> um, Thank you, I just bro. think we're absolutely atrocious today. Um, I think Cody brought up a good point. I believe it was Cody last week who was saying, you know, Ron Rivera was making most of the defensive calls. And, you know, I was kind of on the fence of where I stood about Ron at this point. And, um, you know, after watching today, you know, getting Dante Jackson back, which I thought he looked a little slow. You know, I mean, I thought our secondary was atrocious, you know. I mean, I thought just. Oh man, our pressure, our secondary—it just no, nothing was good enough today, and this just did not look like the Panthers for the rest of the season. I also just want to point out we had the chance to draft Calvin Ridley and chose DJ Moore instead. Uh, just, just wanted to point that out. Which Very disappointing loss, DJ and uh, I love to hear your thoughts Calvin, on. Calvin yeah, I'm sure you guys are still on the fence about Ron, but uh, you know I definitely think I'm starting to jump that fence now. So uh, keep up the good work, guys. That's what the fans can too. Keep on. I just want to say something real quick. I've been saying for such a long time, I am on the hill. I am going to die on this hill if I have to, if need be, that Ron Rivera needs to be fired before you see a better version of the Carolina Panthers. Join me on my hill. I'm not going to lord it over you like I was right before everyone else. This hill is mine and yours. I think the real problem is, is that the other hill... The keeper on Rivera Hill has yeah, already been demolished. Over there. They've already put the the what are those things they bring out the excavators? He are, they've already flattened that and plowed that hill over. It's going to be hard to just think this. As I just was thinking, what could Ron Rivera say at halftime today? What speech could he give that you know is like is the Ron Rivera album just played out? Yeah. Uh, I mean, he says the same thing all the time, and that's what we joke on. Missed opportunities. Is Ron Rivera like Tony's mustache was? I think we've seen what it can be. Yeah. That's not a compliment, is it? It's really not. It's honesty. It's honesty, though. Sometimes we just got to be honest with ourselves. All right. We at 205 now? 
long yes. call. And then I need to download three calls. What's up, C3 fam? Chef Jeff Hodge again. Sorry I had to call in twice on Sunday, but, I mean, if you can't recognize that our coaching is our downfall, then I'm sorry. We just aren't watching the same games. Um, we got embarrassed today. And uh, more often than not, Atlanta and Dan Quinn have embarrassed Ron Rivera. True. More often than not. And it's, it's getting old. Um, there's no reason why Kyle Allen should have been out there uh, after the first half. You should have went with Will Greer unless he is really that awful. And if he is, then that speaks to the terrible coaching because you picked him in the third round. Yeah. So I don't get it. it people who say that it's not the coaches, I, I, I don't understand. I get yes. A lot of times it's on the players, but overall – this is coaching. Atlanta came in here and outclassed us and outplayed us all day long. And, again, why is McCaffrey on the field with four minutes to go and we're down 29-3? to three? What? I mean, do you, I guess they want to put him on, it, on IR, too. I don't know. Um, I know we usually save ice up picks for, you know, Tuesdays, but I got one today. Uh, I'd like to ice up Jay-Z. Uh, for saying that uh, Colin Kaepernick used the NFL tryout as a publicity stunt. Um, first of all, you tone-deaf retard. The NFL made it a publicity stunt in the in the first place. How can Colin Kaepernick, who got told by the NFL, yeah, you come and try out for us, how can he make that a publicity stunt? He went there and threw the ball, knowing that the NFL did it as a publicity stunt. So, to Jay-Z, ice up, son, ice up. Uh, keep pounding, guys. Love y'all. Hope you had a good time at the game. I'll be listening. We strangely did hey, have a good time at the game. And, like, it was not as bad as you would think. It wasn't – to me, I felt like today I wasn't angry. I almost felt like we were putting an old dog down. I feel like I got yeah. acceptance out of this game. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've accepted it now. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel. All right, we're at 105, I think. All right, there's still plenty to talk about, but don't forget, if you want to get in on the action, there's still plenty of time at mybookie.ag. Mybookie.ag is the most trusted sports book in America. Get in there and check out the lines for the NFL, NBA, NHL, and place your bet. You can get in on the Hornets or the Hurricanes. There's tons to do with mybookie.ag. Player props, including points and yards and goals, PGA, NASCAR, soccer, and more. It's the best time to get in on the action. Sign up at mybookie.ag and use the promo code OVERTIME, and they will match your first deposit up to 50%. So you put in $100, they will match up to $50. Again, the promo code is OVERTIME. New users get their first deposit matched by 50%. Mybookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. Hey, boys, it's Josh from... Just wanted to call him. Update everybody. Kyle Allen just doing. I'm out there. Um, but yeah, is anybody else still willing to make the, the the awful Kyle Allen is the future argument? I mean, I'll wait. I'm here all day. You come out. You come on up to Massachusetts. We'll talk about it. Because this man, skip, skip, skip. Trash. This man is trash. 
He's hot garbage. It's steaming. It's out by the side of the road waiting to be picked up, and this shit is steaming. Steaming Willie Beeman, any given Sunday, Al Pacino, what you going to do about it? This man is trash. T-R-A-S-H, trash. Somebody pick this shit up. No. No. Yeah, I'm gonna stop him right there because it was breaking up pretty bad. Right, just keep yeah. right, unless you got something to say. There ain't nothing to say, but yeah. the truth. I mean, yeah, uh, and well, uh, just one more thing to pepper it in there. Wes Horton played Edge today way more than Brian Burns. How about this? Taylor Moten got taken out of the game, and Daryl Williams got put in for after a snap. After one sack. And, yeah, after one sack. And then they put in Daryl Williams. What, someone, I think it was Brad Dugan, uh, said this in the chat. Like, does Daryl Williams have, like, very bad pictures of Ron Rivera? Like, what does Daryl Williams have over Ron Rivera that warrants him more and more playtime? Like, why, why do our coaches not understand that he's a terrible player and it's playing for everyone to see? One of the things that goes drives me crazy with Ron Rivera is that it seems like he gives everybody so much grace, or certain people, so much grace, yeah. and then there's a couple of guys he will shit on, like Taylor Moten today. Right. Like, is he really the problem? Well, no, has he been great? And maybe, <coughs> maybe he is trying to find a solution there because he doesn't see one. But it's just strange, the personnel decisions at times, particularly when it comes to, like, oh, Reggie Bonifant drops the pass. He ain't been in there for a bazillion years. And then they go to him, like, 12 more times. Yeah. It's not that I even mind you what you're doing. It's like there's they're just, like, throwing shit against the wall, hoping it sticks. Yeah. Like, let's just try it. Maybe, all right, well, we don't really got an idea after that. So, um, our, what are we at, 108 or 152? That's podcast. How y'all doing? It's G Cabossier. Man, this game was a damn embarrassment. I said it's last year, and I'm going to say it again this year. Fire Ron Rivera. If I was Dave Tepper, I would fire his ass today. There is no way in hell that Kyle Allen threw four interceptions in one game. You keep him in the damn game, but Will Greer is just sitting there not doing anything. Come on now, y'all. Ron Rivera, I said this last year, and I'm going to say it again. He lost his damn team. He lost his team. Oh, my God, man. It's horrible. It's like the boys didn't show up the damn play, man. And I agree with you, Cody. It was the last week you got an argument with some of the people that were um, on the Panthers podcast. It is coaching. It is coaching. I know people have their abilities, but the plays that are called and and the yeah. defense was horrible. Fire Ron Rivera and fire Eric Washington. Eric Washington is a piece of shit, man. I swear he is. That dude is horrible, man. And Ron Rivera used to be my boy, but you lost the damn team, and you lost me. So give me your thoughts on that, and always remember, y'all, keep pounding. Why is our defense so bad? Because the offense can't get off the field. I mean, No, no, I think it's even worse than that. Yeah, I think so, too. I think that here is is that um, somebody sent me a tweet during the game, and they were like, it's so shitty that we, ha- we don't have Cam when we got all this talent. Now, either they're right, and this talent just isn't playing like talent at all. Some of it, I think, is we just got some big names that we all recognize, and we think that that means we're supposed to be good. But at the end of the day, this team isn't a good defensive team, and you would think this, 
is that the Ron Rivera strategy to win, if he is going to be your coach year in and year out, is let's put together a solid, sound defense every single year, and then we ask freaking Cam Newton to manufacture an offense. All we've said in the past 10 years, if we had an offense that could give us 24 points a game, we're going to be able to win. We can't say that anymore. The defense, you're right. It's like, and they don't have any, what's getting worse about it is there's no answers. It's not like this. And so he'll come on in the post-game show, and he'll say it was a couple of big plays, a couple of big plays. Well, it's not a couple of big plays. Nope. It's every damn play, it it's seems every like. Play. And it's like mundane plays. It's third and ten. No pressure. All of a sudden, this thing stinks. Ron Rivera is not, and I have tried to be rational. I've tried to be conservative on this. I've tried not to be the guy who is going, oh, the new girl smiled at me. Let's not forget what Ron Rivera did for us in the past. But right now, like Tony's mustache, I think we've seen what it can be. We've seen what it can be. and That's the name of Tuesday's show. <laughs> we've seen what it can be. No, that's a, that's a good one. Uh, and the fact that, uh, that that Ron Rivera doesn't... So I feel like a lot of people are kind of... Well, maybe we don't have a lot of talent. Maybe we don't have That's a That's how roster. I'm kind of at. But, because okay, we're but talking junk about half of them anyway. Yeah, but Tony, if I would have asked you this, say, two weeks ago, before the Falcons beat the shit out of the Saints, I guarantee you that if you would have asked us then, we would have said, oh, well, we may not be the best team in the NFL, but we're fucking sure better than the Atlanta Falcons. And I just feel like now... I mean, I don't know what got into Atlanta. I mean, that's what happens when jobs are on the line. But I, and they I mean, haven't been that bad. You know, I mean, at some point, is that they've just had a collapse. You know, it, it can't get worse than it's already been. So it's only uphill. Yeah, uh, yeah. <coughs> I, I just think that we, we still have a ton of talent on our football team, and our coaches don't know how to use them to save their lives. Next call. What's up, C3? This is Nova Black, man. I know it's been a while since I called in, but I'm watching this game, and I'm frustrated. And I know that Atlanta defense is flying around, and Kyle Allen is a rookie, and he's going to make rookie mistakes. And this game is almost like a playoff game for him, and all of that, and blah, 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 and all the excuses they're going to make. But what the hell is up with the defense? Jackson playing over Ross Cockrell when Cockrell plays by the book. He ain't getting dirty eyes. I, I get it. Jackson's a hell of a talent. Got a hell of a speed. But he's so undisciplined. It's costing us every game right over the top of his head. But when you play in Cockrell, he plays. That's why they call him pro. He plays by the book to the letter of the defense, how it's supposed to be played. And if a play is made over him, then it's Damn, it's a damn good throw and a damn good catch. But it's so much that's going on with this fucking defense, excuse my language, the Let bad play calling. I'm sitting here calling out the plays, the type of plays that Atlanta's going to run, and I'm wondering why the hell our defensive coordinator can't see this shit. Oh, <laughs> People in the bar are like, what the hell? Yeah. And I don't know what else to tell them, but hey, I watched this shit. Excuse my language, but uh, another loss. Um, you guys keep pounding. I got faith that uh, we're gonna bounce back from this, you know. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the podcast. But I'm kind of pissed. 
soon as I decided to get back into football, it's looking like this. Peace. We feel your pain, Nova Black. We feel your pain. And listen, I just I just want to echo the same thing. Uh, he has a great point. When you see your players getting burned, you have to make adjustments. And it goes back to the adjustment thing. Whenever something goes wrong, Ron Rivera doesn't know how to turn in a different direction than what his original game plan dictated. And we've seen this over and over. Like, our criticism of Ron Rivera is not going to get better, man. I don't know if Ron taking over the play calling was actually a great thing. And not to say that Washington was doing better, but at this point, it seems like Ron Rivera doesn't have solutions. You know, it doesn't matter. Something different each week and this and that. And maybe you're taking on too much. And I don't know. I mean, like, is that, is he overwhelmed, you know? And it's just going to be hard to understand how he survives this year. Um, and if he does survive this year, boy, that's going to tell us David Tepper is not really the guy we expected him to be. Yeah, not at all. Hey, guys, I like your show. Keep doing what you're doing. I think it's time to blow the whole thing up. I think that Ron Rivera, he's got to go. Marty Herney, he's got to go. That those who have had more, that has had a long run and a fair opportunity. They just can't get it done. So I think it's time to dismantle this team, trade some players, and just blow the whole thing up and start over. And obviously, if you are a new owner for Tepper, you spend $2.3 billion plus another $500 million to build a new team headquarters and practice facilities. I think you really want to get your own GM and coach in there. So I think it's time for a new start. And so what are your thoughts, guys, on just you just clean house, blow the whole thing up, and start with new with a new GM and new coach? Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, we'll briefly address this because I know that the show on Tuesday nights will always have, for the rest of the season, continue to um, – our attention will be focused on how does this organization move forward given – the mustache problem we got that is Ron Rivera. We've seen what he can be. Now, I do think you have to, Cody, we have we have debated this for some time now on the show, is that timing of this has continued to be a question that we've discussed. We thought it was, you know, we've given all of these reasons in the past, or at least from my perspective, a hurt Cam Newton. Let's continue to bring back, look, Marty Herney did well last year. Right. You know, give Ron Rivera a chance. Give North Turner a chance with the right parts. We expect Ron uh, Cam Newton to come and uh, come back, and it didn't happen. So I don't think, though, the timing issue is very supportive of Ron Rivera anymore. And that is, while I thought you might have been premature last year, maybe, I'm wondering if we wait past this year if we've missed something too. Because what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to attract a coach to the Carolina Panthers. And you need to make them feel they're coming into a good situation where they will be given a fair opportunity to start their legacy with the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, I don't know if you can do that I think it would a lot be a lot easier if you said this. Let's go get, um, for instance, help me out with the uh, offensive Lincoln Riley. Let's go le- get Lincoln Riley here. You have Cam Newton for a year. Mm. If he does not work, if he gets hurt, the work we understand this team will be bad. 
and we are ready to tank or if you want to if you do whatever you think you do but we will not hold that against you and then the clock right. starts for him the following years and you say we guarantee you 3 years if you have to rebuild after Cam Newton. Yeah, listen, give him give him a contract. Let him see what he can get out of Cam Newton. And let's also not forget the incredible amount of work that Cam Newton has put into his own game to make himself a better quarterback. Pile that with a coach like Lincoln Riley. Give him a year. If it doesn't work out, then let him have his choice of whatever quarterback we're in range to get in the next year's draft. Or if he feels like he can still get more out of Cam Newton, then then let him do that. But, Tony, I was saying this at the end of the year last year. It's time to pull off that Band-Aid because the, it, it's still going to hurt no matter when you decide to pull it off. But if you wait after this year, where I'm with you now, yeah, where 100%. I'm with you, if, here's what happens right. if you wait after this year. You're making it more painful. Yeah, because what's going to happen is, is you're going to have a Ron Rivera year and unless Cam Newton comes out and blows it up, right, and say we're to the point where you're then going to fire him and this will be 2021, you're going to have a team that is like a crappy team, right, and that you're getting a higher-end draft pick. I just don't want to have Steve Wilkes in Arizona situation after Ron Rivera. Like, wouldn't it suck to have a you go – Two and fourteen next year. Then you bring in a coach to a two and fourteen team, and they have a shitty team, and you get impatient with them, and then you're doing it again too quickly. That is where I think you have having Cam Newton here would give that person at least some tools to work with for a season. And I don't know. I just think it would be, it's going to be a lot harder to get top talent to come to a team that has no Cam Newton, that's in a crappy situation, that's cleaning house. When is the timing? I'm starting to think each and every day now is going to be the time. Yesterday was the time. I feel last year was the time. And I, I hear everything that, that you're saying, and we're living in an unknown land because of David Tepper. This is uncharted territory for us. We've never had an owner that was wishy-washy. I mean, whether it be Marty Herney for a long time or Rivera or, or you know whoever the coach was at the time, we were pretty good at making our decision on who the coach was, who our players were, who the general manager was, and moving forward. And I agree with you 100%. Whoever comes after Ron Rivera, it, it's got to be someone that we have a, a multiple-year game plan for, not someone that we're willing to bet the house on for one year and then turn it all over Every other year. Just don't want to be the Dolphins. Yeah, the Jets, Jets. the Browns. It goes on and on. That's And that's part of the reason Ron Rivera's had success. He could have been that guy at one point. Remember? I mean, he didn't have initial success, and he was taking over a poor team, and they stuck with him. Let's roll on through. Hey, hey, hey. You know who it is. You know who the fuck it is. I'm coming for that motherfucking ass tonight. No homo. This is some bullshit. Kyle fucking Allen. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. All I gotta say is the fucking showers of fucking Africa with a little bit of lightning better be fucked coming down on that ass. <laughs> Motherfucker. Four turnovers. Four fellas. Four picks. If there are children four. present, yeah. now is your time. Three to in the red zone. Yeah. 
I, I can say Cam's never done that. <laughs> I can say Cam Jerome Newton's never done that, fellas. It is bad. And I'm not even just only going to get on. Even though all the blame needs to be put on Kyle Allen's shoulders, what kind of game was that, though, for real, Ron Rivera? Like, when I say this man does not know his personnel, it baffles me. It fucking baffles me, yo. Like, why is Wes Horton even in the game? This dude was I on hear the street it, dude. two dude, weeks Wes ago, Horton, a week ago, and he's in the game? Wes Horton makes my blood boil. On important situations. And Ron Rivera like, insisting to play doesn't him. make sense to me, bruh. At defensive tackle, no doesn't less. make sense. Our season is over. We're finito. Adios. Bye-bye. Like, we're done, fellas. And it's time to fucking just, I don't know what we got to do. Like, honestly, there, I want us to continue to lose. I'm going to tell you why losing is honestly, in the, for <coughs> our franchise, losing is our best option right now. Because we're not going, Kyle Alvin going to take us to the playoffs, let alone win a playoff game, let alone lead us to a Super Bowl and win it. He ain't about that fucking life. He don't want that smoke. Kyle Allen don't want that fucking smoke. Are you serious? I feel like me and G-Baby are alone. At least if I know when Cam's out there every single time (laughs) he plays a matter, he gets it his all. That's his hometown team. He wants to kick their ass every single fucking game. We play. This is how I talk when I'm not on YouTube. But this was pathetic. (laughs) Like, this was just outrageously just so pathetic. Like, I felt like I was watching someone in Pee Wee Pop Warner football, bro. This dude is shook. He's seeing ghosts, and he's seeing a little bit of demons as well. And it's not, we're not going to win. Just like, my doing. God. It's, it's pathetic. <laughs> but it's so pathetic. Fellas, let me know what you want to talk. I don't even know what I, bro, I'm embarrassed to be a Carolina Panthers fan. Like, this is embarrassing. And don't get me started with that. Who's weekly now man with Julio Jones? And he runs his team route. Where's fucking the safety net? You want Luke Keekly guard Julio Jones on a team route? Yeah, we're happy Luke with Keekly? that. Luke Keekly on the no one over Julio the top. going deep towards the end zone on the seam. Right? And then, how did Matt Ryan get that pass off? He gets that pass off. They call a rush in the passer. <sighs> penalty on Mario Addison and the ball was still in his hands. Like, how do you get, what do you do? Do you not tackle him? I don't understand it. I don't know. I mean, Matt Ryan, he's not my favorite quarterback by any stretch of the imagination, but that's what you get when you have a quarterback that's been building with those weapons and, and trying to get on a rhythm. And I mean, him and Julio, that's been money for, for years now. And uh, this is the second time that I can remember Julio Jones embarrassing Luke Kikwi. There was a time that we lost in 2015 in Atlanta where Julio, Julio went up over Luke, brought down that touchdown, uh, and now we have it again today. And, um, yeah, I don't know. And someone mentioned um, in our chat, uh, who was it? It was just right up here. Civil Peach says, if you're Ron Rivera... Would you? Oh, if you fire Ron Rivera, would you keep Norv Turner? Yeah, only to the end of the season as interim. 
<laughs> but yeah, you can't fire Ron Rivera because what do you do? Promote? Oh, you can fire Rivera. Eric uh, Washington's uh, oh, a defensive coordinator? You mean in the middle of the season? Yeah. Uh, like I mean, can't. it would probably be North Turner. Yeah, but then who's going to take over the defense? Eric Washington? We're going to go backwards. I I honestly couldn't. I mean, yeah. It's got to be. Yeah. Unless North calls up somebody that he went to school, like some old guy, and he's like, come on, I'll give you paid for the for a couple games. All right, we're at the 153 call. Yep. And don't get me started when they have uh, Luke Keekly man on man with. We didn't. And don't get me started when they have Luke Keekly man on man with. Julio Jones. over the top. We just lost to a three and seven Atlanta Falcons football team. We didn't lose. We got our ass kicked. And they were only three and seven after they did four this. turnovers. Yeah. <laughs> what did I tell you? I mean, they this dominated. Boy is a turnover this. machine. From Got more turnovers to and touchdowns. Oh Lord, right, have mercy! I need to smoke some weed, man. I need to go to the store and get a forty. And <laughs> answer the call, little baby. That sounded like Gerald. Man, Moore. all y'all are goddamn. Yeah, Answer the call, little B. Answer the call, little B. I don't know. Man, all y'all are goddamn dumb if y'all think that defense was a problem this game. What? Kyle Allen kept on motherfucking turnovers, so the defense was fucking tired. I got me fucked they up. They weren't tired, man. They were bad. It's the same call. Uh, man, all y'all are goddamn yeah, dumb if y'all think that. Yeah, this is Daryl Beverage calling again. Uh, like I said, I live right here in Charlotte and uh been a fan of the Panthers since 99. I got one more thing to say. I'm a little bit calmer right now. Uh, yeah, again, Ron Rivera has to go, fellas. You know, it, tell me, how many times does it take for McCaffrey not to convert short down yardage situations before you decide to do something else. I don't get it, man. He's not good when it comes to short short yardage downs. He's just not. You know, I mean, damn. I would I'd rather have Jordan Scarlett run run the ball if you're gonna run it. But you used to do things like the fake uh you used to do like the fake thing where you roll out and you get it to uh, Olson on the backside. You used to do stuff like that to, to throw the defense off. Now, yeah, it's Noah's problem too. It's his fault too. How many times, man, does it take for you to realize that, that you know he's just not big enough, he's just not powerful enough in third or fourth down situations when it's short yardage? I mean, goddamn, I can coach. I can coach a team better than he can. It don't make sense, man. Well, How we got, stupid well, we can you here. be? We got, uh, we're making coach the next GM, so we'll make you head coach. But I'm going to tell you this. Sar- Sergeant AR10 says in the chat room, he says, all Panther fans sound exactly like the Saints fans last week. Last week, if you're a Saints fan and you call up and you say Sean Payton is the reason you guys aren't good, and Drew Brees is the reason you're not good. Yeah, 100%. Kind of, how can we sound? There's no way they sounded like that. No. And, and and it's about Dan Quinn and Matt Ryan knowing exactly how to face a Ron Rivera defense. Uh, I, well, I mean, and because they're secondary, we couldn't do anything. And, we no. knew, and look, and to the caller, not to dismiss the caller who, well, yeah, I'm dismissing anybody who says we're dumb. 
you say you're dumb, then I, I should dismiss you because I think I'm smart. I think that was the last caller. Uh, two callers, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but we can criticize the defense. Is that your, sure, the, the offense in Kyle Allen uh, was not acceptable. Four turnovers, it's hard to win that way. But again, we try to say that this should be a deep, this is not a team that could have won had Kyle Allen not turned the ball over. You still didn't have the defense to win that game. No, That's what I'm if, saying. If, is that is would not be. We're not just missing a piece, and the defense is tired. The defense is not playing well either, and that is also and most explicitly, like your point has all been, a referendum on Ron Rivera. I mean, they even said Mark Claret uh, was at the top of the broadcast saying. The Panthers have to be better because everyone runs the football all over us. And it's true. If you're not criticizing the defense, then are you even a fan of the football team? Yeah, Kyle Allen threw some bad plays. But, uh, I mean, listen, this defense is not getting better. The, The Falcons won every single matchup. Calvin Ridley put Dante Jackson in his place. Uh, James Bradbury didn't have a great day, and traditionally, James Bradbury plays pretty well against Atlanta. Uh, that did not happen today. Um, it's a, Every game that we lose from here on out is a referendum on the coaches in Carolina. And we ain't giving no public school pass to Ron Rivera no more. No 50s as the, the bottom grade is that we failed today and, we've, and we failed this test, so you're getting 50. No, is that we understand that the offensive ball, side of the ball is problematic, but this is unacceptable. So we should not give Ron Rivera a pass on this just because there's no cam anymore. The team does not look good enough in other parts, other aspects of the game. The special teams, we give up a special teams touchdown today. We uh, The defense wasn't good. The special teams wasn't good. The only thing good was Christian McCaffrey, and he just is sensational. Like, yeah. that's it. The, other than that, there wasn't a player that even played well. Yeah. No, they're... Not they're, one. They're really... Well, and DJ Moore. Yeah, oh, DJ, DJ Moore. Yeah, DJ, DJ Moore. Moore. Yeah. DJ right. Moore. And that's, a, and that's about it. All right. Last call. Uh, and by the way, real quick, to Sports Live in Atlanta, no other state produces football teams that choke harder than the Falcons and the Bulldogs. So please shut that bullshit up. Next call. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Panther no Podcast? This is T from Florida. The only thing I I want to say is I've thought this for you know the last couple of years. I feel like Ron Rivera defensive play calling or defensive credit came behind Sean McDermott for so many years because as we get further and further away from Sean McDermott leaving the Panthers, you can see what Buffalo's defense is versus what the Panthers' defense has become. And I just feel like, you know, Ron Rivera's always been overrated, in my opinion. He doesn't make adjustments. Um, it took him too long to get rid of Mike Shula, you know, as an offensive coordinator. And I just feel like, you know, he hid behind the success of Cam being the athletic quarterback for years. And then now everything's just coming, you know, to fruition about what he truly is as a coach. He gets out-coached against elite coaches, and even above average co- coaches every time yes. he faces them. And for yes. him to be one of the longest, you know, you know, coaching one of, you know, the, uh, the Panthers in the NFC South for the longest, you know, versus the, you know, 
some of the newer coaches, he still gets out coached. So I'm just, you know, it's just time that it's going in a new direction. A couple of things, because we've got a, Panth, uh, a Falcon fan in the chat room going on and on about how his team beat ours, so they're automatically better. So, obviously, because you beat the Saints last week, you're a better team than they are, which we know that's not true. Right? On top of that is that we've had more success in 25 years as an organization than you've had in 45 years of your organization. And, um, yeah, is so, but we didn't choke. And the last thing is this, to call us choking. Backup quarterback. Yeah, we didn't choke. Their offense has been prolific all season. Yeah. The Atlanta Falcons' offense has not been problematic all season for them. It has been their defense that has been a problem over and over and over. And so we knew that our team was not a, a giant favor in this game. We knew that, particularly because we knew that they were going to be able to score points, and we knew there was a suspicion about Kyle Allen. So it's not choking. It's, it's just a reality is that the Atlanta Falcons – are better than their record indicates probably, and we're not as good as our indicate as our indicate record indicates. Yeah, uh, and we're not as good as the record indicates. And uh, I mean, all right. So let me ask everyone this: What's the floor for the Carolina Panthers? Should we just expect this to happen? Going forward, every Sunday, just like last yeah, year, I we, think all, so. we all got our hopes up. And now we've had our dicks knocked in the dirt for another consecutive year. What, what game? Have left? What are we going to win? Red We're going to win the Redskins game. If that one. Maybe. Huh? Let's hold up on that one. That's a big maybe right there. We, we hope. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, right now we're looking. Um, I mean, the best that we can go is 11 and 5. Does anyone see us No, we winning? can't go 11 and 5. Fi- no, I, I, I'm saying from a. Like from an actual, yeah. yeah, mathematical. You, yeah, we can. No, actually. I don't even like having those conversations. The guy beside me in the stands was saying, "Well, if we win out, we control our destiny." No, we don't. There's no way we can win <laughs> out. That's like saying, "Well, I could say a lot of bad things," but like that's like saying that I, can, if I go out there and try real hard, I might dunk it because I haven't tried my hardest yeah. yet. I no, remember, I'm never gonna dunk it. I remember when we lost to Seattle last year. I knew our season was in the books. I knew it was finished. This one might yeah, be. This, is, our, this is the one to me that makes it feel like why? Why would winning? If we win, I'll be like, oh, pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Oh, who we did do we something. got left? We got the Saints. We got the Falcons again. We got the Saints, Redskins. Then I think we have the Falcons again. Then we have the Colts. The, we have Seahawks. We have the Colts. And then the Saints again. Yeah, we ain't beaten any of those teams except for Washington, really. And now we're at the point that every time, um, every time we win, we're like, oh well, there goes a, a better draft pick. So yeah, we have the Saints, then the Redskins, Falcons, Seattle, Colts, and then New Orleans. The Redskins is the only game in there. If we don't win it, we would be like, oh man, we really lost. It was a missed opportunity. If yeah. we win any of those games, it's a seized opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got yeah. two more calls. I thought we were done, but you guys are the best. 83 people still watching the post-game show. I think we're at 23 seconds. Oh, and sports fan in Atlanta, don't let your wife know about your boyfriend. I know y'all are into that kind of thing. Oh, God. This isn't a Panther fan. This is a Sports Live in ATL, sir. What did he say? He oh, said it's this him. Is sports Live in ATL. Oh, oh, go back. Oh, I go back. To, he was be calling. Go, 
Uh, not this one. We what up, Panther Podcast? This is T from. Stop. Yeah, this is Daryl Beverage calling again. This is all I left. This isn't a Panther fan. This is a Sports Live in ATL, sir. All right, yeah. So go back. And then he to, doesn't say it. No, because he left one more call. Go back to the voicemail. The second one. Yeah, that. No, the one right there. I think this is him. So he called into the show? He did. Let's see. Let's see what he says. No, it's just. Oh, you didn't drop it in there. One more time. One more time we get this live gig. Last one down there. Yep. All right, let's see what you got. Honestly, at this point, no? <clears throat> I feel like we just need to be happy about losing because... Oh, he didn't say nothing. <laughs> yeah, he didn't it's, say shit. It's not going to get any better with Ron. And, and every time we lose, shit. that's one step closer to this whole regime going down. Because Ron needs to go, Norv needs to go, even Marty needs to go. We just need a completely new coaching staff. I want to talk about that. We do. I can't see, I can't see us doing anything with Ron for the next years to come. I called in um, last week and I was explaining how we've been accepting me. Well, no, I just wanted to say, yeah, that's definitely him. Um, But no, I just wanted to say that. yeah, I mean, listen, I think that we've been very, um, um, you know, we've been very impressed with what Marty Herney did in the offseason yeah, and, yeah. and how he drafted. We felt like we were okay with it. But, I mean, we do understand that if we're wanting everyone to go, then it probably means him, too. It's got to. That's the thing, is that it's, it's not... Um, I- Firing Marty Hearn, even firing North Turner, anybody else other than like you have to if you're going to make a change in your Tepper and you're a new owner and you didn't hire any of these people and anything and you have this new vision or you want to have a new vision for a team that has lacked vision, you need to start. It needs to be a complete rebrand. Yeah. You don't want to hold on. You don't want to be like a Sears or a Blockbuster. Think of Blockbuster Video. They tried. They saw that it was too late to switch. They went, Netflix comes out with this mailer thing. Blockbuster was already going downhill. They tried to get on the mailer thing too at the last second, and they still went out of business. If you're going to restart a bit, if you're going to restart this, you got to do a complete reset. You got to reboot the whole damn computer and change out the parts in the process. Don't do a partial remodel. Yeah, That's it. You have to. You have to. Marty, North, Ron, everyone. And they got to go get their coach. And actually, this is when you hire right now. You are, you already mm-hmm. go in and start secretly identifying candidates right now. Because you're going to say this. As soon as the season's over, likely I'm going to give my walking papers to everybody. So I want that guy kind of knowing potentially he could be coming in and being prepared for the draft at that point. Yes. You might actually fire Marty Herney right now. What are the, okay, let's ask this. Didn't we None say of that us, last year it was too late to fire Marty What Herney? are the chances that we see any changes made before the end of the season? Any. From head coach to general manager to, I mean, what, at, at what point do we actually see a decision come from David Tepper to do something about this. I think it's with uh, fire Marty Herney. I well, think I'm that's saying, like, when do you think it 
Is there any chance that anything happens before the season is over? Why not? What do you think it is? I uh, yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, listen, if you after what the Panthers went through last year, having so much hope, and then having all that hope crumble on Cam Newton's right shoulder, now you're going to put the fan base to the same thing? At what point does David Tepper send a message and say, listen, I hear you, I promise this is not acceptable under a David Tepper regime? If we lose, we got to lose more a couple in a row. I don't know. I think it's about time. I think it's soon is that if you are going to make a change, making it later, I think you can do it for Marty Herney. And then you say, we brought in this new GM, and we're going to let him decide if he wants to keep you, Ron, or not next year. And the answer is no. I think you start with there, and then you make Ron finish the season out, and then you replace him. I actually think Marty Herney has the highest probability of being fired other than an assistant. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would say so. And it's, it's not fair. No, it's not it, even. He's it, not, it's it like you, would, be, you would be like, I'm sorry yeah. to do this to you, but we all know it's coming. And yeah. Ron, uh, the, the writing's on the wall. Yeah. That's, if you see Marty Herney replaced, and it might be something nice, like we have let Marty Herney know. That this he will no longer be with the Panthers after this season. Yeah. And then we have already begun the hiring process. I don't know what the rules are, but I don't think you have a lot of rules when it comes to GMs. But, Actually, I, no, they do. They do have the hiring rules. that Because I remember we had, too, that one of the Panthers guys that interviewed from Buffalo for when we were hiring Dave Gettleman's replacement, maybe. Remember we... Didn't we interview three candidates while Herney was yeah, the interim? We, yeah, one and of then them. we were like, well, we're just sticking with Herney because that's yeah. our boy. Well, that, that caused a lot of people to question the, the Rooney rule, thinking that we had already made our decision. There was no point in doing the interview process. But. All right, let's see what this, this fool from Atlanta Well, we, 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 we still got a little bit more left. Oh, on, okay, yeah. Left yeah. So it was about 20 seconds in. Yeah. I'm a new coaching staff. We do. I can't see... I can't see us doing anything with Ron for the next years to come. I called in um, last week, and I was explaining how we've been accepting mediocrity for way too long. Nine seasons, no back-to-back winning seasons under Ron. And the tipping point for me this game was when Ron was smirking on the sideline after Kyle threw that interception. It's almost as if, like, Ron just doesn't care anymore. And that's what hurts the most. Like, he's just giving up on this franchise. Why not put Will Creer in the game? We wasted a third-round pick, and we're not even going to try to get Will in to see if he's even capable of being picked that high. Like, is is he that bad? What's up with Will? Like, why not give Will Creer a chance? At least get him some experience. We're we're losing the game, and we still got C-Mac in. Could you imagine if Christian tore, like, an ACL or something? Something that could literally change the rest of his career these are all things we need to take into consideration we will never ever win a Super Bowl under Ron Rivera if I'm late to my job if I'm not performing under my job guess what I'm going to get fired I served in the military if I get overweight if I can't pass a PT test guess what they kick you out they fire you what's the what's the difference like fire this man is as bad as that sounds you're in the National Football League to win Super Bowls if you're not in contention to win the Super Bowl, if you're not winning games, you need to get up out of there. 
Look at what happened in Green Bay. They completely started listening to Aaron Rodgers. And look at Green Bay now, winning games, going to win their division, and look pretty nice to go on to the Super Bowl. And guess what they did? They listened to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers wanted a new coach. They got him a new coach. Cam needs to demand the same thing. If I'm Cam, I'm three-way calling. I'm on the phone with my agent. I'm on the phone with Pepper. Y'all want me back? These are the things I want. That's what I'm. That's what I can see Cam doing, and that's what needs to be done. All right, we keep pounding. Look, as I, you, we agree with you at this point. I think it's hard to disagree with that sentiment. But let's talk about some other things to, briefly that are related to this that aren't to Ron, but problems with this team. He referenced Will Greer. Not seeing Will Greer is that a wasted third round pick? How about this? Where the hell is Ian Thomas? We saw him. Did he play? He dropped a pass. Oh, he dropped a pass at the end of the in this uh, two minute drill. Ugh. He might have gotten that out of his system if he would have played him more. Earlier. Like yeah, in week one. Yeah, in week one, or when he was drafted, he's a second year player. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it, it's embarrassing. Rashawn Golden not happening. Ron's you know use like, of personnel is one of the bottom in the league in terms of coaches. He's just, I'm, what do I say all the time? And Manny Silatolu had to get hurt before Andrew Norwell got his shot. It's the same shit, different day. All right, are y'all ready to listen to this Atlanta yeah, asshole? Yeah, he's t- saying he's not t- a t- t- Tell us about how his 3-17 and 17 is so good. Okay, let's listen. Hey, this is Sports Live and ATL. I did not know that you uh, do the voicemail and, the, and then that's it. Look, have respect for you, for you guys as a fan base, all right? But win or lose, bad season or not, my Falcons own your team. The records speak for itself. And before you want to make some of those corny joking comments, you may want to check my channel, sir, all right? And whether it's Cam Newton, Winky, Kyle Allen, we own you. Today proved it, and we'll do it again in hot Atlanta. Go Falcons. All right, all right. Don't worry, we won't check it out. But second, he's he is right. <laughs> he is right in this. Is that Matt Ryan has owned us, um, and also Mike Vick owned us. And part of it, part of it is because I have probably been to eight Panthers, Falcons at Panthers games, and I don't think I've seen a single one. So I might be the problem. A single win out of it. Look, I hate the Falcons, but and don't worry, I don't really care about anything about you owning our team specifically because we have a better franchise already than you've ever had. At this point, we are more successful as a franchise than you are. So you can say that you... That's like us. How about this? You just called in to say you've beat us more times than you haven't, than than we beat you, so that you should feel better about your team. Well, number one, we probably got more NFC championships than you. Go ahead and put that out. I bet you we have similar records when it comes to win-loss overall as a team. We have more NFC. I know we have more NFC championships. I know we've had two Super Bowl appearances. We might be the same there. And on top of that, um, I was going to say one other thing, and it's fleeting right now. Oh, how about this? What if I said, well, we're 2-0 and against the Patriots in the last 10 years, so we're better than the yeah, Patriots. Yeah, does, does well, it duh. matter for anything? Yeah. No, it doesn't no. matter because they Guess still what? have the championships. We both suck. That's yeah. the thing. You, you know beat who a else? shitty team. You know who else doesn't have a championship? Atlanta. You know who probably isn't going to get a championship anytime soon? Atlanta. You know what? The Saints have beaten us a whole lot in recent years. Tampa Bay's had a bunch of success. So join the club. 
what you're hearing us say is that our head coach, <laughs> our, our head coach needs to be fired. Even when you beat our asses, there's nothing special about you. There's nothing special about the Falcons. There never has been, there never will be. You're going to live in mediocrity because you're the Falcons. So, case hey. in point. Hey, yeah, we did enjoy the loss. I'd said it was like putting down yeah, It was a actually dunk. pretty fun. It was. <laughs> yeah. We had a good time. Enjoy your victory, man. That means uh, Dan Quinn will stay a little bit longer and your bullshit team. Hey, compliments oh, and of one us. other thing. Can we call out you guys for pumping in fake crowd noise to your games? Yeah. And we don't have we Who don't have the best fans that, that show, come show up. But y'all be sorry on that. And I and go listen to y'all's podcast and the misery that y'all have had for the last you know what? We give it to you. Gloat a little bit. Gloat a, bit, a little bit. Tyler showed us a tweet in the thing that said uh, that Ron Rivera is such a nice guy that he even figured that he would try to let he would sacrifice his job, yeah, for, so that Dan Quinn could have his. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, that, we that both suck. Sports live in the ATL, y'all suck and trash, and we suck and trash, and we ain't gonna make the playoffs. Cam Newton would own you, though. You know what's interesting about the uh, Kyle Allen debate is Kyle Allen has been throwing those passes all season. This is just the first game where every one of them was called. Yeah. 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 At least he hasn't fumbled it every time this time. Like that's All right, guys, I think that's the end of the calls. We've had uh, we've handled uh everything from Ron Rivera to Marty Herney uh to really not much good at this point. We're not as angry as we um have been in the past and I think you said at CK that we have started there's a certain level of acceptance that yeah. has come with this loss. And I think uh the worst thing I don't know. Is that we got to just beat Washington at this point, and everything else yeah. is probably going to be a loss. I hope it's not. I don't want to see these players. I'm not rooting against them, but gosh, there's not a lot to be optimistic about. All right, uh, Tuesday night, 9 p.m. C3 Panthers podcast will play all calls posted from after the post game till Tuesday. Go ahead and focus your discussion on how the Panthers progress with their personnel decisions uh, from the top to tippity top to on the field. Then we'll preview who we got next. We got the Saints. We got the Saints. The Saints. Oh, gosh. At the Saints. In New Orleans. Well, you know what? This might be good for this team to get on the road. They've seemingly, I would say they played better on the road. We played all right. The last two road games. Yeah, yeah. So never mind. I can't even say that anymore. All right. My name's Tony Dunn. It's the C3 Panthers podcast live, 9 p.m. Tuesday. The Cat Calls line is 252-228-5098. Follow me on Twitter at cat underscore chronicles. Cody, where can they hit you? At Cody Lack, C-O-D-Y-L-A-C on Twitter. And C-K, uh, the man with no followers. Give him a follow. What's your What's your handle? At Codizzle Allen. All right, at Codizzle Allen, any last plugs? Uh, yeah, check out drafttech.com. Uh, I write comments for the Carolina Panthers and the Houston Texans, who also uh, Blew got, it today. got the they, they got the shit beat out of them. They're going to be taking offensive tackle. Well, they don't even have a first round pick. So oh, that, there's that. Be doing that. Um, but yeah, if you're into mock drafts and it looks like the Panthers and Panther fans are going to be looking at more and more mock drafts. That's where your boy comes in. Check me out, drafttech.com, and that's it. Shout out to Greg.
Oh, Greg, the Bat Daddy 52 Civil Servants Podcast. Check them out. They talk all nerd things. Greg, you didn't miss anything at the cheering uh, cheering contest. You saw more cheering than we did. All right. By a lot. By a lot. (laughs) Later, people. Peace out. pounding. All right. And then close it on that. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.